0: now listening to the zesty Zoe Pod. hello everyone and welcome back to zesty Zoe Pod. in this episode um we're joined once again by um road chicken aka roji um so welcome back on the podcast roji what's good uh, i'm
1: chilling right now
0: yeah um the reason why he's back so soon is because um we're here today to break down mostly break down the results of the NBA draft lottery, which happened um, earlier this week, and as we as we all know, um, Toronto got actually went up in the lottery for once, and we have now the number four pick. So, yeah, Roji, how do you feel about that?
1: Uh, yo, man, I just felt like this was like I felt like it was fate to get four or seven. So it's, it's a it's a very Raptors thing to do. Like I don't know like I had a feeling that we, you know, if we move up to the top four, we're gonna get four. But I'm like very happy with that because the guy at four that I'm looking at, uh, Jalen Suggs, like, he's like pretty much perfect for that spot. Like, he's not as talented as others, or but at the same time, he has like leadership and other intangibles. So, you know what, like it, for the fourth pick, like that's, that's a trade off I'm willing to take. I'd rather have that than the other way around, where like you know, the intangibles aren't there, but he's very talented. But I think that's where you kind of risk the bus factor. But yeah, but if we draft him, like I we, I say the season was a success. To be honest,
0: yeah. Um, I guess would, like, w- would you mind getting like Jalen Green or even maybe Evan Mobley? Yeah, I'll buy
1: with any of those. Um, the person I like the most is probably so. Like, if you look at just pure talent, I Evan Mobley has to be the best, and then Jalen Green two, and then Jalen Suggs three. Um, so the Raptors could trade up. I think it depends on what you have, because they don't have, like, any... I feel like Gary Trent's the only, like, movie piece they really have. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe if you get, like, Jalen Green, you could consider moving OG, but that's, like, a bit too much. I guess it depends on how high they are on Jalen Green. But, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy with any of those three. I mean, we're probably not getting K'd, but
0: <laughs> apart from that, I'm <laughs> yeah. happy with those three. Yeah. <clears throat> I. I guess now since I guess we a guard on the Raptors roster pre- presumably since um assuming we don't, we don't get Evan Mobley I guess we're adding a guard like I, I guess do you feel like there should be any moves made on during this offseason for anything else like should we trade away some guards to probably get a better big man or maybe another wing Yeah I think wing? you,
1: could, I think you could definitely make some I think you could definitely make some moves this offseason I I think also um like, I'm saying Jalen Suggs like, is pretty much guaranteed. I think there's a very good chance that Cleveland takes Jalen Suggs because I- I've been on like, Cleveland's Twitter and stuff. I've been doing kind mm-hmm. of research. A lot of Cavaliers fans are pretty high on Jalen Suggs, and like there's mm-hmm. like this mock mock draft, like um evaluation. So we look at all the mock drafts and they see, like, oh, you know, how many mock drafts had this team taking this player, right? And Jalen Green was like, of the top four, he was like the lowest amount of consensus opinion. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely especially considering they're two guards, both of them don't play make. I think yeah. it's very possible to take Suggs. Honestly, I kind of prefer Suggs to Green just a little bit, but I'm not complaining about Jalen Green. But um yeah, so I think the assuming you get a guard, because I get I think you just if you get ever mobley, you can just literally just do nothing and just bring back Embridge, mm-hmm. Right. And I guess you could bring Kyle back because I think having Kyle would be good for the for Mobley because you can unlock like um, you could develop certain skills, right? Like lob threats, um, you're being a lob threat rim running, right? I, I don't know if Van Vleet can do it technically, but like I just trust R- Lowry more in like the pick and roll, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, I think you bring back Lowry, um, so, sign Trent, but I feel like this time, like keeping Trent isn't as big of a deal because the, you got such an amazing talent, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, if someone shows a price that's too high, you just let them walk, you know? Like, I like Gary Trent, but you know, we can't like kill our franchise. I mean, it's not yeah. gonna be operated. we can't like. Too much cash. Um. Yeah. So that if we get Evan Mobley, the draft is pretty simple. I see. Like, and then if Kyle doesn't come back, um, I think you need to sign a point guard mm. or like or not a point guard, but someone with some kind of playmaking ability. So it could be like a, a backup, like a bench player who has playmaking ability. Like as long as he has some kind of playmaking ability, um, that, I think that's important because you want to get you want to make the most out of your big. Because like the last thing you want is a draft of L- Evan Mobley and having bust because he going not develop, like, certain skills. You know what I mean? I mean, he really very skilled. But, you know what I mean? Like, like why would you play fire? that? Especially when, you know, we don't have a lot of playmaking on the team as is, right? Yeah.
0: Apart
1: from uh, Larry. I think we been okay at it. And Siakam's good for his position. But, you know, like I think overall, we're probably middle of the pack in that category. But, um, yeah. How do you feel about it if we get him Moby?
0: Yeah. um It would be pretty cool to see him drop to four. Like, it is possible, in my opinion, since... Houston Rockets already have, um, I think, I forgot the guy's name. Um, Christian Wood. Yeah, Christian Wood. And they they might want to get another guard to go with John Wall, maybe, possibly, depending on whatever Mm. John Wall does. Um, Like to
1: replace John Wall eventually, right?
0: Yeah, because I'm not too sure how keen he is on staying on the Rockets since he might probably want to ring or something. And the Cavs already have um, Jared Allen, and, like, Kevin Love. So, like, maybe they might pass and up Larry on Nance. Evan Mobley. Yeah, and Larry Nance. So yeah, maybe they, they, they and, and Isaiah <laughs> Hardenstein is actually
1: pretty good. So,
0: that, yeah, like, the, like, I think the, it's, like... The, yeah, okay, yeah, so I'm thinking, like, the, what? like, two and three, they both already have big men, and there's, like, a 10% chance they might both pass up on Evan Mobley, or they do some kind of trade or something, and then drafters might get him. And, yeah, man, it'll be pretty nice to get like in the ideal world, I think the Raptors should get Evan Mobley. Like since um it's like it's been pretty hard to get like solid big men to sign for the Raptors over the last whatever amount of years. And like the yeah, uh,
1: Zou- that honestly the
0: Yeah, the big Sorry, in the past is like Chris Bosch, Barnani, Valanciunas, and all of them were like drafted by the Raptors. So I'm pretty sure right. the best chance for us to get like a solid big man is through the draft and it could be Evan Mobley, but yeah, because I'm not sh- too sure if we could trade for anyone solid. Except for Marcus Al, that was a pretty good trade. But mm-hmm. yeah, or just sign. Sign
1: Fun fact, uh the Raptors is the only team everybody follows on Twitter. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even bullshitting with that. Like unless <laughs> he's like followed a new team in like the last like week or something. That's like I'm pretty sure he wants to be here. If you want my honest opinion. Like I usually don't say this based off of Twitter stuff, but the fit is just way too perfect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and I think that like you have to like prioritize like his development over obviously you don't want to like tank the whole team, but like you, you, need to, you need to make sure he's in the right position to succeed right because like he has a lot of guard skills for a big, you just want to make sure those big skills are further developed as they already are you know what I mean? like you don't want to mess this up because you don't have the right system around him, but yeah, I, I'm not yeah. worried about the raptors like, they'll they make the right moves, but um yeah so i I, said, I guess we you kind of on the same page about mowgli also I. I do want to talk about uh, Kuminga at the end. I don't think we're gonna get him, but um, I th- I found a bit interesting. Got certain stuff I found out about him that I didn't know. So once we talk about you know Suggs and Green, we can kind of finish off with Kuminga. But um, how do you feel about what the Raptors should do if they, if they get Suggs or Green?
0: Like mean, honestly, like I guess keep them since, like as you've mentioned in previous episode of the podcast, like yeah, this draft, especially the top four, are super duper stacked or t- talented and all of them have great potential. So like sucks are green. Yeah. I think if we get it, we should, unless if we, could, if we could trade it up and not get ripped off, then yeah, we can mm-hmm. should keep them and develop them. Cause I think in the future, like they'll definitely be like a solid starter, which is, I guess someone we yeah. need. Cause I guess mm-hmm. in case like contracts expire and everyone's getting expensive, they're going to be on their rookie deals for like a few, a couple of more years. So
1: Yeah. I think that part is pretty yeah. important because I think all the guys we had so far, except maybe Fred, um, we've had them locked up, right? So they, they didn't really have a choice except to come back. So it'd be nice mm-hmm. to have someone that, let's say Siakam wants to go, I don't know, like the Warriors or the, somewhere else, right? Uh, we have somebody, okay, no matter what, like this guy is safe. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I
1: think that's a good That's why I wouldn't trade this uh, pick for Beal, to be honest, because Beal is only like one year. And like, I get he's a very good player. It's just that I don't want to give up seven years for one. You know what I mean?
0: Wait, we, we could actually trade for Beal. Like, what do you mean? Uh,
1: I think it's, no, no, no. Like, I don't. People are, like saying like, oh, just trade this pick for a star, right? I just threw oh. Beal out there because he's a star name. Like, I, I I get it doesn't have to be Beal, but like any star who's on like a one year contract left, I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. trade this because like, like I get it. You know, we want to do the Kawhi thing again, but I think the Kawhi thing was a bit different because we we saw the ceiling with our current roster. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like. Yeah, the Kawhi trade was there, don't get me wrong, and it was good because we won. But that trade is enabled because, you know, at that point, we knew the ceiling of the team and we wanted to like get a restart. And Kawhi is like the best way to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's to me, it's not really a restart. Didn't want to trade
0: for him. Oh, sorry. Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: That's why that's why the Boston and Philly and stuff didn't want to trade because they're like, okay, we don't know is he going to stay is he going to leave and also there was injury concerns at the time right but for us like that risk was manageable because okay even if it fails and you know, we only had him from year anyway you know what i mean and we want we want to like you know move on from tomorrow yeah yes So what we're you gonna say before i cut you off
0: oh yeah okay. i was saying like it's it's not really like a question to even trade for bill because like before when we were traded for Kawhi, um it's like, the Raptors are the, had, I guess, the best record in the NBA, I'm not sure, or, like, best in the East, and it got stopped by LeBron. So they were, like, almost there. But, yeah. like, in this situation, mm-hmm. we yeah. didn't even make the playoffs. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I know, like, a lot of like, Raptors fans are getting excited because, um, you know, obviously you have this supreme-level asset right, right now, right? <clears> and you want to, you know, make the most of it. But I just it just logically does not make sense to trade for Beal um, when you were in the... You know, either, even if you had put all your chips in, you would have been in the play-in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. So, like, it just doesn't seem wise, especially since, you know, the rookie contracts in seven years. But, yeah, so if we get Jalen Green or Suggs, I think Suggs, like, you pretty much have to move on at Lowry at that point just because, like, that point guard position is literally like a logjam with Van Vliet, Lowry, um, and Suggs, right? And Van Vliet can play off-ball, but, like, I think all three of them, you're not going to make the most out of all three. So yeah, unless that wants to be a six man. Um, yeah. You probably have to move on. I think green, if you get green, then maybe you can bring Lowry back, bring Cambridge back. And then you can probably just roll with that and just sign to Gary Trent, whatever you can.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess, um, how, like, how do you feel like about like Scotty Barnes or like, um, I guess Jalen Johnson, like, like forwards or wings, like, do, like. So you're saying are, like uh, it could be trade down, right? Not if we trade down. It's like, would it be possible for the Raptors to take that like these projected lower picks that are like wings or forwards? Like, would it be worse or? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I so I say if you want, if you stay at four, just take one of those three, especially Suggs because Suggs is a very safe prospect, mm-hmm. like in the sense that like you know, if you look at his uh scouting report, right. Um, nobody can really think of any weaknesses, right? He's a jack of all trades, a master of none. So that's probably why he's gonna fall at the four, just because um, you know, a team would rather have like supreme level upside, right, instead of someone who's like very good now and can get better. Right, you know what I mean. So, um, so I think if we get Suggs, then that's why I'm very high on Suggs. That's why I I, want to have him at four, and I think we get him at four. But if you if we're on a forward, um, we'd have to be very high the guy Mm -hmm. so like because we already have like siakam and anobi right so we have to say okay this forward could potentially be better than Jalen suggs right or he just he just fixes one skill like shooting and he'll be better than suggs right so that's why like if they i want to take suggs but if they don't like i won't be too disappointed okay i'll be a bit disappointed but i'll give the guy a chance and that's kind of where i was going with jonathan kuminga yep um like i watched Scotty's uh tape i watched some of his highlights lowlights And I think Scotty is like a very like unique prospect because I think there's like a stat of how athletic a prospect is. And he scored the fourth highest ranking since 2000. Right. Mm -hmm. So like he's very athletic Mm -hmm. and he has playmaking ability to size, which is really, really rare. Because even Draymond has that, but Scotty Barnes is like a solid two inches on Draymond. Right. And his standing reach is like nine foot, nine feet. Right. So, there's just Uzi good potential and also like he's a high energy guy on court, so he excels at defense. So we don't have to worry about like some Jabari Parker stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, and Jabari Parker's turning his career around, so I'll, I'll give him credit for that because he's playing defense and stuff now. But um at the start of his career, he wasn't much of a defensive guy. Um, the only reason why I don't want to take Scotty Barnes, um, he might just not I'm pretty much taking this quote from a scout, but what I watched, it's pretty much true. There's just a chance he might not be able to score,
0: hmm.
1: yeah, and that's kind of not what you want in a top four prospect. Um, it's kind of a big deal. Like, like I say, if you took him, like if we were seven and we took Scotty Barnes, i will be happy with that because that's the risk you take of being a pick in that range, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're number four and it's such a safe prospect, like Jalen Suggs available, who might who's already now better than Scotty Barnes uh, as a, you know skill wise and talent-wise in, in terms of you know basketball. I think intangibles are probably both pretty similar. Um, You just got to take Suggs, right? And if anything, I'd rather take Jonathan Kaminga. Um, I actually didn't know this, but Jonathan Kaminga is like 18. Like, oh. I thought he was 19 like the others. Uh, Jalen Suggs is like 20, he just turned 20 like this month, I think. But Kaminga is only like 18. And like, I get like the G League stats didn't look that good. Yeah, but you know, take it in like this guy was like pretty much a kid in the G League, like it, obviously like I wouldn't take him like just knowing what I know. I'd obviously take Suggs, but if they, in, if they do a workout with this guy, you know his shooting's improved a lot, um, and it's not like a fluke. You know they run him through games like because he's a he's a shot creator, right? He he has potential to be a good shot creator, right? Right. Um, and like you know you see the shot improve, um, you know you see that he's. Making higher IQ plays. Uh it, it, this is all based off what happens in the workout, right? Uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be completely down for taking Jonathan Kaminga over Suggs. Um I might be able to trade down in that case. Um, because you know the top four is that. But yeah, Kaminga is probably the only guy I would uh reach for. And even then, I'd rather have Suggs just because is like the complete opposite in Suggs, and that yeah, very like, he's not safe at all. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He has the highest ceiling of this draft, like apart from Cade. But he also has the lowest floor of the top four guys, right? And mm-hmm. I think, ah, you know, I feel like it's a hard decision to make because like, if you pick Suggs and Kaminga comes to out to be a beast, you're going to be like, damn, we could have took him. But if you pick Kaminga and Suggs turned out to be better, you'd be like, bro, we could have just done the safe pick. But I say just pick Suggs, but I wouldn't be mad if they picked Kaminga. I'll give the guy a chance. As similar as Scotty Barnes, I just think Kaminga's ceiling is a bit higher than Barnes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess overall, um, I guess I covered most of the top prospects. I guess you can go on with your Cade Cunningham discussion. now. like what? <laughs> I, I guess what you want to talk but, about um, him?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm done talking about him. Uh, how much time
0: do you got left? I know you got like a time limit for us. Yeah, You're, like, we still got plenty of, of time. You can still t- talk about. Cade. All right,
1: cool, cool, cool. All right, cool. Yeah, I just want to make sure we're on uh, you know we're on the track you kind of set. I, I before we get to kids, something I want to mention about John Tatum I'm actually like. I don't know if I'm just tripping or if I'm just, you know, I just got a soft spot for the guy. I'm, I'm pretty high on him. Like, I, I don't, I want to <laughs> take him over the Suggs. But like, there's something about his game where like, you see him making all these mistakes, but you feel like the stuff is like very fixable. I don't know. But yeah, I hope, I hope he goes to Orlando. I know Orlando kind of likes that, that forward package that um he has. And, you know, Jonathan Isaac can kind of mentor him. So, you know. And that might be cool. <laughs> yeah. So like, I I hope he has a good career. Same thing with Barnes um but yeah also like the last thing i want to say about Kuminga was um his nba comparison is actually pascal siakam yeah <laughs> and like when i watch him play like he has a he has a that, that spin move is like the exact same yeah <laughs> like, he's he's only like six, he's six, six, though. yeah no he's 18 so he might still have like an inch on him love to go uh, true but yeah i know what you mean um but yeah, bro if we get Kuminga, man, dude, that'd be so, dude. Just imagine, man, like <laughs> Siak, like dude, just Siakam. like you think about, it. like, bro, if he develops into like a Siakam type player, then, yeah, I get it. We still don't have our number one option, but like, bro, that'd just be like entertaining. Like, so yeah. I think is an entertaining player to watch <laughs> for sure, for sure. But yeah, yeah it's... but back to uh, back to Cade, right? Um, I think the appeal with Cade, um, his upside is definitely like sky high. I think the People with Cade is also like his floor is also sky high, which is kind of like a rare combo. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, I feel like Cade can literally just like do nothing to develop, and he probably turned out to be a Chris Milton player. Mm. And like I say, that alone is <laughs> like very freaking good. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I guess so. But um, obviously, you'd want you know he's probably going to develop a little bit at the very least. And you know, knowing Cade and his work ethic, and he was literally shooting like twenty nine percent from three and like his senior year and now he's shooting freaking 40 like mm-hmm. I think he would definitely improve and yeah, you know, I'm honestly kind of happy Detroit got him to be honest like, I feel like Houston getting him like I, I guess but like Detroit like never had like a top pick like they had that one guy back in the 70s but you know of all the teams at the top right like the, the Cavaliers had LeBron the <laughs> Wiggins all these guys right yeah the Rockets had Hakeem Olajuwon um I think I'm, I'm pretty happy with Detroit getting it. And I think like Detroit, like you know, people are a hell of sleeping on the men. Like, I think like they got like a very balanced, like core now with Cade. So it's like pretty, Killian Hayes. We didn't even get a chance because he's injured. Mm-hmm. Um, Cade, um, Sadiq Bey, Isaiah Stewart and Jeremy Grant. Like that's a pretty solid lineup.
0: Yeah, and, I guess their um, playmaking I, in terms of like ball handling and facilitation might need some improvement.
1: Yeah, like I think Kate has good playmaking ability, but like it's gonna take a while for that system to develop, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like it's like when the Raptors play, like, I think it's a very good analogy. Like, when we're having all those games, we're just running bench lineups, so we're like, you know, we're just playing well. Like, the reason why is because the Raptors have like a system and the players like learn to play over the camp, right? I don't think Detroit has that system yet, but you know, right. I think like Kade, especially killing he's like, at the backcourt, they have some decent playmaking now um that 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 helped a lot I think Dwayne Casey is like one of the better developmental coaches so I think it's like pretty much a match made in heaven so pretty happy about that um if you want to go to a fun part about this is guessing you know the level of player each prospect will be at least like the Cade and I guess who the Raptors are gonna pick I think Cade can turn out to be like very good right um I see it's hard to make comparisons because like James Harden, like I go back, <laughs> not quite James Harden. He doesn't have that athletic pop, but um, like, if I go back to like, so I went back to like a Steph Curry NBA draft profile mm-hmm. and yo, know, that thing. Okay. I, that's a bad example. Cause Steph Curry was considered to be like a high four low ceiling prospect. So it's not really a fair comparison, but some of these comparisons are just kind of wrong. Right. Like, I guess like, you know, before. like if you go, If you go to LeBron's draft profile, it's like way back. The comparison is like magic. I think LeBron and magic don't play like anything alike. You know what I mean? Like, I think the only the passing ability and IQ.
0: Yeah.
1: So like, I get it in that sense. So I think you only really compare in terms of like categories, but if you want, like my guess, I think he turns to Jimmy Butler with a shot. Damn. Like hey, Jimmy Butler right now with a shot. I- I've had a guess is where he goes. I think that, yeah. and I guess for Suggs, um, it's, it's like un, as unbiased as possible i think it turns like john wall was slightly less athleticism and a better shot mm-hmm. and like you know like better like um like basketball like like intangibles in the sense like i think he'll make like the correct play all the time i think sometimes john wall gets like a little excited then goes for like that super athletic move mm-hmm. I, I, obviously like i don't wa- this is like um i haven't watched too much of john wall i was around when he's Going around well, okay i was around i mean i was alive i wasn't watching basketball back then but um yeah i, I think that's a pretty fair like um projection and Kuminga can literally be um jabari, <laughs> like jabari parker or like josh jackson or he can be the freaking like i don't know like like jalen brown but more way more athletic so yeah, that's the fun part. I gotta give my guy Jabari some credit, credit though. He's kind of tur- kind of turning his career around at
0: Boston. But how how do you feel about Cade? Cade, um, yeah, it feels like it's talented, but like compared to like some other drafts in the past, like his ceiling might not be at like all time great level. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: that's, yeah, I, I was kind of thinking that too because Jimmy Butler, the shot is very good, but I don't think that's like all like that- that's a that's like you'll probably be an all. Star starter, right? But you're not going to be like, he might be like, um, like Embiid level, right? Like, he's very good to be a number one option, but I don't think people going to look at like Joel Embiid and like compare him to like a key want and be like, okay, these two guys are at the similar level. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Jimmy Bartlett with a sh- shot is like, I'll, I'll fucking take that. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like pretty good, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, I I've heard some similar stuff about K. Like, there's like, I think people are like very high on him because the floor is so high, and it's kind of rare to have that. Because I think when you're drafting like that high, like your worst fear is like, yo, what if this guy just completely busts? Right? Mm-hmm. I feel like when you're drafting that high, like it's usually like a lot of boomer busts. I guess Wiggins is like the one example where it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But um, the appeal with K is like, yo, at his worst, he's Chris Middleton. <laughs> like, I'll fucking take yeah. that. <laughs> but uh, sorry, I don't know if you want me to square on this podcast. But um, doesn't matter. Yeah, that's why I'm pretty high. That's why I'm pretty high on uh, Suggs, too. I think he's like a high floor, like lower ceiling slightly. But I don't know. I think the Rodgers could use like some, you know, like the energy he has. Like, I feel like the Franchise kind of right now, like, we've kind of just been relying on like system offense. And I feel like if we have like one more guy who can create plays for others, we can kind of take like that next step, you know, kind of move out of like the Boston range this, this year and kind of go. Like, you know, where Boston was this year, like a 7-8 team, and try to mm-hmm. move towards that, you know, 4-6 to six and just keep going from there. I think it's going to be, like, a slow process to get back to contention. But I just picked there's a lot of hope, so that's good. I think if you're picking in the 7th, you probably have to pick, like, Keon Johnson or, like, a really high-ceiling prospect and just hope it pans out. But now it's feeling a bit, bit more certain, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, how do you feel about Detroit Detroit I, like yeah, the I don't situation right now. Yeah, I don't think it'll get any better like it's kind of like the Timberwolves situation when they got number one pick Carl Anthony Towns um, yeah they'll get a good player and they might have solid players around the team but overall the whole organization and how everything like how everything is run like the players they sign and trade Um, I don't really think they'll get that much better for now interesting i heard they made a
1: management change so it's, it'll be cool to see like if that's like what makes the difference but i think um i actually if we have time i actually find it kind of interesting what the wolves are doing at the end of the season I, I don't know if you noticed but it seemed like they're trying to win games instead of playing for that draft lottery position
0: yeah um what's your opinion on that like like what do you mean by actually trying to win games like were they playing with their so like, for full, full roster
1: yeah they're full roster they're full roster
0: yes this is interesting but even Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think like when
1: that raptors coach came in chris finch Mm -hmm. um i think that org like really like just wants to start um like winning and i think that's why you're seeing all these rumors of cleveland wanting to like they don't really care that much about the pick this year i don't think it has nothing to do with like the talent this year but i think teams like cleveland and like minnesota they're just getting I think they're getting like they're just getting sick and tired, you know, of just being like these tanking teams all the time. And they want and they have the talent, right? Okay, not so much Cleveland, but I think Minnesota has like the raw talent to be like a very good playoff team. But you know, the fit, the coaching, they just never put it together. I think now, like with Anthony Edwards, I think they they drew the line. They're like, This is it, you know, we don't wanna we can't mess up this guy's future, too. You know what I mean? And yeah. yeah, I hope they make the playoffs or at least the play-in. I think that'll be a big moment for that franchise. Um, and I think that's something like a lot of these. Like, okay, I'm obviously I'm very biased because I want Toronto to trade up, right? <laughs> but I think like, some of these tanky teams, I like, really gotta like consider. Like, like I get it. You know, we're getting all this talent, but at some point we gotta put it together. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah. Um, I I think um why Timberwolves stopped tanking was because that they don't. It's like, they don't really want to risk a lottery pick. So like, if they get a really bad spot and they lose out on the lottery pick. Then, because go, it's going to walk yeah, the Warriors. Yeah, so it's like a bit of both. So, like, why would you? you know, yeah. Why- mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: good. I, I think like, mathematically, um, like, I think it's from the top four perspective. It's like, if the mo- pick moves at the top four, you would have had a higher chance of keeping it. But if it stayed where it is, the Warriors would have got it. Um. So yeah, I think it's also I think it's a bit of that and also a bit of um, just the mentality because of new coaching. Mm. Um, but I can see it just being like a you know a holistic decision. They take everything into account. You know what I said or what you said, and kind of like just played out that way. Um, and I hope there's a direction they continue in because you know what I mean. Like, um, maybe they can like Max Collins or something. You know, like do something to attract players to that franchise. I think John Collins, like he's playing really well. Not sure if I'm paying the max. you know what I mean? But it's a small market mm-hmm. team. Yeah. yeah, he
0: might just end up going there. Yeah, maybe. Um. So yeah, um, I think this uh, should. Wh- last minute uh, playoff predictions. Oh yeah, last minute pr- playoff predictions. Oh, sure. oh
1: sorry, what were you gonna say? I last last minute playoff predictions.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we 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 could do that before we end off this episode of the podcast. I guess. Like right now, what do you what are your thoughts and oh, okay. Okay,
1: cool, 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 cool. go? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um as someone who wants Phoenix to win, I wanna say Phoenix. At the same time, um, today's game is kind of scary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but also um I think the Bucks uh, I don't know, man. Like I like I wanna say that the Phoenix Suns could just close it out against like if they make the I'm assuming Phoenix and Bucks will make the finals. I want to say they'll just like close it out, but I don't know that Bucks team might be might be kind of like a they might have it all. You know, I think this might this is their year. Yeah, I think this is the Suns' year too. So I think this finals match is probably the best match of the whole playoffs, to be honest. Yeah. Mm,
0: I see. So who who have but, winning it all?
1: Uh, what do you, what is your opinion? Uh, I have the Suns. Yeah. But I think I think this is going seven. If you want my opinion like i just think that's how tight it is
0: mm-hmm.
1: and also chris middleton turns to like kobe at home court so <laughs> yeah like i, I don't think mohawk would lose a home game
0: mm-hmm. or
1: anything more than one home game but what do you think
0: um i don't know i just feel like it'll be a clippers and Bucks matchup like even though the clippers are like the underdogs i feel like like you
1: know, honestly man that's I, I can't how even, the, like, they strive uh, i can't like, even mm-hmm. like i I can't even counter that because like I think Paul going can just go nuclear at any moment and just think like, explode and just drop like thirty-seven points like tennis again. So I can't even argue that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like um the Clippers like they have been they have been down before in these positions and they were able to beat the Jazz like two straight games without Kawhi. So I think anything's possible. Yeah. And and then it will be I don't know, I just I just feel like after all the leads they've blown in the past few years, um after like it's time, right? Yeah, it's, I think it's time for kind of like the Bucks yeah, in sort I of way, but like they have to get really lucky. But I, I feel like it is possible, especially like Devin Booker's nose and then Chris Paul. Like he doesn't look hundred yeah, percent yet, so they could steal a, a few. Rusty. Yeah, they could steal like a few more games, and then they will get really tight, and then it's it'll be a toss up from there.
1: Um, you know, imagine this scenes if Paul George wins the finals and gets finals, and between Kawhi not there. Yeah, just that would be insane. Just mad at all. I, I can't wait for Twitter to take everything they said back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I like I get it, man. Like Paul George is just, like I think it's just players who shoot a lot just go to go through those slumps. Mm-hmm. Like, Paul George unfortunately came during the playoffs.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, he's just playing out of his mind. Like that's why I'm scared for the Suns today, bro. I feel like Clippers can just win this one and win two more, and it's just over.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think
1: Clippers can even come through, come back from three one down. And I'll be happy if the Clippers your sons, win it. But actually, I'm actually wondering one thing: Do you think Kawhi is done for the, done for the whole playoffs? We so just don't want to announce it.
0: Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's. a m um, minimum game, the series game seven, but I think I'll be like a KD situation. So he, I don't think he should come back.
1: Yeah, so, I, I think he's done yeah. for the playoffs. I think I think they just don't want, just want to keep it as like a smoke screen or just in case he comes back. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, this is fun. Um, shout out to Jalen Suggs. Yes, sir. Um, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming back onto the podcast. Discuss the draft. It's too bad we couldn't do it on the night of because we didn't get the number one pick. <laughs> but uh
1: yeah. yeah. I thought I thought we had a chance of getting two or three. I just thought one was too unlikely. All the, mm-hmm. Other two teams are just really high odds compared to us. But hey, man, I'm i happy.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Th- thanks for stopping by again. And um. Yes. Yeah, see you next time, man. Stay. zesty, yep. everyone. just